Army Podcast Christmas Spectacular featuring Kingbo Christ, Fleeski, Dr. Kevin Schmidt, Gorilla Stack, presenting the One Gram Army Choir with special guest Tony Baltimore and feature presenting a special musical performance by Jesse Walden. And now, on with the show! Sliding down the chimney here at the One Gram Army podcast special is longtime friend of the podcast, one Kingbo Christ, aka Kingbo Kringle. What's going on, sir? <laughs> Beautiful people. Graham, what's up, my man? Not much, man. I was I was sitting on that one too. I, did, I had it in my back pocket. <laughs> it hit me this morning when I was at the grocery store and I was like, if you forget about Kingbo Kringle. I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta adjust my, I gotta adjust my handle for my Christmas special, y'all. I think you're onto something with that one. <laughs> it could be, man. Sliding, sliding down, hose, 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 sliding down your chimney. It's King Bo Kringle. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, so uh, obviously we're here to have a brief discussion about Christmas, the holidays. Um, I guess I wanted to ask you first, because you, you know, I we often give each other advice about podcasting. Do you think? It's in poor taste to call it a Christmas special in 2018. Um, I got to look at it like if it ain't broke, don't break it. And uh. when you start bending yourself to everyone else just to be politically correct, you kind of lose lose who you are. Because I, I, get, I get what you're saying. But, you know, some things are just better left un, undone. Right. And I'm not a particularly religious person. You know, I'm not I'm, right. I'm not calling it a Christmas special because I believe there's some kind of war on Christmas going on. It's just what happens this time of year. You know, there's something nostalgic right. about it. You know, it's a Christmas special. I, you know, I'm, everyone is welcome, whatever you celebrate, whether you celebrate anything. But this time of year, eh, I don't know, maybe it's lazy, but it's a Christmas special. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I'm with you, and, and maybe I don't know how I will feel three years from now, but for now, I'm rolling with it. I I, I feel like I'd, it'd be disingenuous to go and find another way to word it just because. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, well, and you know, there's always, the, you know, I could call it Graham's non-denominational, all-inclusive holiday spectacular, <laughs> but even... <laughs> Even th- that in itself is kind of a is kind of a hacky bit, you know. Not that I'm above being hacky, but I feel like that's kind of been done to death too. So it's a Christmas special. It flowed off well, though. I don't know. So maybe put that in the description. <laughs> maybe put that on the back burner. I'll put a pin in that because right, right. actually it did come out better out of my mouth than it sounded in my head. So uh, that's funny. It's entirely possible. But yeah, you uh, you a big fan of this time of year in any particular way, or you just kind of take it as it comes? Uh, it's a weird thing. Like even today, it doesn't. December second used to feel like the build up. Like, all right, we're getting here, yeah. almost. And now at this point, uh, I don't know if I'm just old and grumpy, but it doesn't really mean anything to me anymore. Yeah, I, I guess because now you know. Now when you when you shop for yourself and do whatever you do whatever for yourself, and you're not relying on your parents or waiting for some gift, because men only get ties and f-ing socks anyway. Oh, yeah. Although at my (laughs) age, sometimes now I'm excited to get underwear and socks because I'm like, sweet, one less trip to the store. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. But I I went to Marshalls earlier this summer, so I think I'm good for a while, you know, on on, on underwear and shit. So now I'm just like, yeah, it's another 
another couple of days, another stretch. No. It's got to avoid. Uh, it's got to avoid mall traffic. That's pretty much my problem with Christmas these days. Yeah, yeah. See, and that see, I, 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 it'll probably come as a shock to most people considering my relentless cynicism. But and and it definitely feels like I'm putting it on a little bit. But every year I kind of like give really try to get myself in the Christmas spirit because I, you know, I do it for my daughter. You know, so sure. that, so that brings a little something extra to the table. Having a little kid in the house, you know, you kind of get to, you know, build up the suspense and everything, and you know, pretty lights and all that. But I, I try every year to really get in the Christmas spirit, and I'm telling you, being in public and seeing the masses of people out just buying crap, uh. like you, you know, <laughs> like you're talking about the mall trap. It does. It you know puts hate in your heart. <laughs> it, it, no, yeah, hundred percent, and it's scary. Especially, and I'm at that weird, 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 weird time, I guess, where I have my son's gonna be four, and I'm like, hmm, when do you tell him? You know, like, <laughs> oh, this is, oh, this is an excellent discussion topic, man, because the Santa Claus, yeah, I, and it was right around when my daughter turned four. Santa Claus became like a big existential crisis for me because. You know, you don't want to steal that joy. Like, there is something very, uh, you know, innocent and wonderful about the idea of Santa Claus. You know, and it's it's sort of, you know, it's magic, essentially. But also, that's my little girl, man. Like, and I don't really, I didn't want to really begin our relationship on Earth (laughs) with a big fucking lie. You know, like, you know, like I'm the government and I'm bullshit about the moon landing or something i didn't want that's a big that's a major internal conflict for me was about santa claus you know i'm already i'm already just kind of smiling and nodding about jesus and you now now i really gotta make up i really gotta make up a whole nother guy and then at some point drop that on her i mean there's at least enough adults who will indulge her in the Jesus thing over the course of her life that she can kind of make those decisions for herself. But Santa is not, sure. re- Santa is a f-ing conspiracy. <laughs> it's like, right, right. And, and, and it's personal. It's like, damn, you personally told me all this time. Yeah. It's like weird. Like, when do you confess? Right. And especially I work, you work all month to, to give a great Christmas to your kids. And then jolly old fat man gets the credit nah maybe that maybe i'm a little bit narcissistic but now i'm like all right now enough's enough no you're absolutely that's a that's a, <laughs> that's the other 50 percent of it it's like no i did that <laughs> sure. i, I sure. did that i stayed up i worked late you know i <laughs> i wrapped the did you notice how all the wrapping on all these presents sucks guess what you know <laughs> <laughs> no elf did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they would have. No elf would be employed if this was how he wrapped presents. Come on, <laughs> give me some credit. Yeah. So, 100%, man. yeah, I mean, That's crazy. you know, I, my daughter's sharp, so you know, it was around five or six that I could tell she started getting suspicious, and then you know, for the next few years, I could tell she was kind of just clinging to it, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. I've, I, I still never told her there wasn't a Santa Claus. I just kind of, you know, eventually let her work it out for herself. And, you know, now I don't have to buy two different kinds of wrapping paper. And she doesn't True. mind. You know, I just, I told her Santa. I think about the myself spirit, also. You know? Like, I'm 30 and I never really said to my parents, like, hey, I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I was really thinking about myself. Like, hmm, we yeah. kind of just went unsaid for a while. It does. It does. Yeah. There's that little gray, that kind of like gray area in your childhood. But, you know, I just, I just feel like that. You know, it's, it is sort of a slippery slope. I think, 
I remember when I found out, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I just like got up to pee and saw my parents in the living room putting presents under the tree. And I was like, oh, I, oh, well, that, yeah. that, I think that was the same thing with me. Yeah. I just remember, uh, I remember, I remember I got like a go-kart for my like sixth, fifth or sixth Christmas. And I remember being like, I seen the go-kart downstairs and I'm like, wait a minute, you guys <laughs> bought that in here. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. I don't know about this. Yeah. It requires you to suspend disbelief, uh, and I and I do wonder if that's you know if if somehow that dovetails in with like you know parents giving their kids religion or downloading their own little weird manifestos into their kids' heads about stuff. Yeah, it, it. I'm I'm def, I'm definitely overthinking it. We said we wouldn't go too deep on this, yeah. but I, I I agree that it does like plant a little bit of a seed. I don't yeah. I don't know the extent of it. I don't know where it starts and ends, but it definitely plants a seed. Yeah, and that's uh, that's what I was gonna say. I, I I do remember going to bed that night as a young, as a very young man, going. Well, so what about Jesus? And do my parents really <laughs> love me? Like, you know, what's real? What's fake? I don't have a lot of life experience here, and this one thing that like occupies a great deal of my mind the last two to three months of the year. Is, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, has now been revealed to be nonsense, you know, so. Just, just I, I guess that's the game. It's a dirty game, my friend. It is Please. life. It's life, too. But I, you know, and I just I just feel like life is going to throw my daughter enough curveballs on its own if it already hasn't. But she, you know, if she has to con- consider that I've been lying to her entire childhood, I can't imagine that's not going to have an effect. Sure. Yeah. I, and maybe 20 years from now, we'll be cl- uh, complaining about Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. That's all <laughs> meshed in one. <laughs> so, so, hey, I guess we can't win. We can't lose. We got to just roll with it. What yeah, are you going to do? It does seem like an odd, uh, like something advertising companies are missing out on, too, though. Because I remember in the mid-90s, they did kind of take a swing at including Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and kind of like morphing 100%. it all. Morphing it all into one thing. But it does seem like we eventually just fell back. I mean, and I'll be honest, I have Jewish friends that I grew up with and they put up a Christmas tree and buy each other presents. Sure. And, you know, it's in there's there's not much left of the celebration itself uh, that seems to remind me of the birth of the Christ child or whatever. So, I mean, right, right, exactly. it's at least a really good excuse for people to be nice to each other for a couple weeks. And that's actually what I was just going to say. If it all meshed into one, I know uh, Jewish kids that put up Christmas trees in my neighborhood also and just even decorations and just went with it. And I, and I 100%, if it all meshed in one and marketing companies were throwing it at us when Tours of Us were still open and kids still cared, <laughs> I 100% would have convinced my parents, like, look, we got to do the Hanukkah thing too. It's only eight gifts for eight days. Yeah. Let's work this out. Yeah, you know? absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, as a, yeah, I don't, especially kids. I don't think kids would, I don't think kids would really, uh, I don't think they would really give a shit at the end of the day, you know? Of course not. And it's parents who get weird about Christmas anyway and make their kids sit through like midnight mass or go, <laughs> go to church on the Sunday before and get yelled at for wanting things. And like, you know, they have, I, I remember I, every year I feel like I read some article from some ultra fundamentalist uh, newsletter of some kind about how Santa is Satan and like 
and you know, and them being like, oh, he sees you all the time and, you know, and he rewards you for only being good for the return of gifts. And I'm like, so it sounds like somebody who sees you all the time and rewards you when you die for not being an asshole. I mean, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not rolling are, with this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm not sure you guys are selling me two different things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, seems pretty crazy. similar. Yeah. Well, this is my actually, and you know, for people who don't know, and I'm not sure where this will actually land in the special. This is my first Christmas interview. And I have what I have written down here. I've now done all the things I told myself not to do. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's usually how we roll. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. That gray area, man. It's tricky. Yeah. You, you end up in the black. Yeah, well, you, you don't want to censor yourself, you know, and, uh, right. you know, you're, this is a free exchange of ideas. It's a, it's a game of playing with thoughts. And especially this time of year for Christmas, people could use a laugh or a little realization or whatever, you know, a little perspective that like what's going on isn't, you know, required for your eternal happiness. I don't know. Maybe it's doing people a favor. I think so. I think uh, you put all the consequences on us, and you can't be mad at someone else for laughing the joke. We'll, we'll, we'll take the brunt of the bullshit. Absolutely. I, I'm, in. I'm rolling. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you, I mean, and not to be, I don't want to be topical, but at the time this Christmas special was recorded in whatever year it was, you were suspended from Twitter, and I don't really want the specifics. I just was wanted to make sure that here on the podcast, I congratulated you for reaching you, a level of notoriety where someone at Twitter was like, oh, I don't think so. You know, and it's 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 a long story, and we're we're on the Christmas topic, so I don't want to go into it. But it it really boiled down to a Rick Ross verse, I tell mm. you. And there was a kid. He said he was he called something homophobic, and I'm like, bro, take it easy. I'm like, if we're gonna start dissecting rap music, oh, I don't man. think we're gonna start, and we're gonna start today in 2018. Yeah, and you can't so put it on else. Twitter if that's I just the case. All, right. All I replied, I replied, the exact tweet was, pull your strings, pull your hoodie strings together as tight as you can next thing i know i logged in that tweet's highlighted and they're like nope we're not doing this and i'm like what i'm like of all the things i've ever said on twitter like that no wow to wrap things up the only thing i have written down that wasn't something i told myself not to do is um i i'm gonna ask you about two movies and see if you think they're christmas movies obviously the one everyone always argues about is die hard die hard right yeah um, what, I mean, you go ahead and give me your take. I'm sure it's not going to take a long time. It's not a very deep subject, but do you feel like Die Hard's a Christmas movie? I 100% feel Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's all about the aesthetic, right? I mean, it's the, the whole movie is the, a huge Christmas aesthetic. It takes place during Christmas time. I was going to say the, be, the, the, the main, my main point is it takes place during Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, and, and and if I'm not mistaken, isn't he trying to make it home for the holidays? Like, isn't that the whole? <laughs> yeah, that's sort of the yeah. It's like planes, trains, and automobiles, but except for it's a you know an action movie. It exactly. Yeah, I didn't even consider planes, trains, and automobiles. I guess maybe that is in some ways a Christmas movie, but uh, yeah. And then and you know a movie now that I only watch this time of year. I give it to myself as a special Christmas treat every year, and it's become a Christmas movie in my house. And that is Trading Places. It's hands down a Christmas movie uh, at my yeah, house. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, that's actually I, I would like to like to watch that again. It's been a while. Yeah. Trading places. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're Dan Aykroyd at one point is standing on the table in at like a really fancy party in a Santa Claus outfit, 
shoving <laughs> with a gun out, shoving salmon in his suit. He's on the bus eating the salmon and the hair from the beards getting caught in there is a Christmas movie. A hundred percent. I'm it, rolling. <laughs> it even it even deals with New Year's. You know, trading places works itself all the way out to New Year's. So, in my opinion, all all Christmas movies. It, and it's amazing how the time and these these old movies stand the test of time. You think it's because of the holidays, or you think it's just because I, 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 I do. I think it's that that time of year. You kind of just resort to what you know yeah. feels familiar. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think about the thing about those movies though too, especially Trading Places and Die Hard is like, well, I'll we'll talk about Trading Places first cuz I was about to give Die Hard maybe a little more credit than us do, but Trading Places especially like look at the cast, look at the content, look at the writing, look at the performances. Sure. I mean, that movie, I could watch that movie in May. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I don't want to. It's true. You know, Elf. Elf to me is probably the best modern Christmas movie that you can kind of play with everybody. It's got something for everybody. You know, it's you know, Elf to me is sort of the quintessential modern Christmas movie. But I don't want to watch that in June. You know? Yeah. True. 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 But I could. You know, if you were like, "Hey, let's watch Trading Places," I wouldn't be like, "It's not Christmas time." It's not like asking me to watch Christmas Carol. Right. I, even the first time I ever saw a bad Santa, I thought I don't even remember how old I was when it came out. I think I was like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. It was just fucking hilarious, and it, it just it was. Oh, I thought it was gonna be timeless, and then I got a little older, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I, I I do save that one. I do I do watch that one every Christmas, pretty much at some point. But yeah, it really every year, every year. Well, but that's because I don't watch it during the year. I don't watch it if someone else has it on. You know, I just I watch uh, it. I, I watch it once a year and I usually watch it around Christmas. But yeah, when it came out, I was watching it all year round. Anytime it was on, whatever you had, you know, if you I walked into somebody's house and it was on, I was watching. it. You know, that's the difference. Well, and it's good to mix it up, too, because it can't just all be It's a Wonderful Life and Christmas Story. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I, I haven't seen a Christmas story in a while, but. I, I, now that is something I think about in like June. Whenever I see some dangerous shit, I always want to like, you shoot your eye out. Yeah, just, of course. That yeah, going. that's yeah, that's year round. <laughs> right. You call. You just a box. An Amazon box comes to your house, and you're like, Fragile. You kind of just you just roll. Yeah, of so. course. Yeah. For, yeah. Well, Fragile has ruined generations of people. On, <laughs> You know, as more more eyes have rolled out of people's sockets because somebody pointed at something and said Fragile than maybe any other movie line of all time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a. I, I say it's a major award at work six times a week, probably. Yeah, true. That's funny. Well, all right, sir. I have some other interviews I need to get to, and I think we did. Yeah, absolutely. We did very well here, and I certainly appreciate your time. And uh, again. We will do this after the New Year's. For people who may not be aware, King Bo Christ is the host of the I Say That to Say This podcast available uh, pretty much wherever you get podcasts. You're on Spotify and all that. I know you were mentioned. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I know you mentioned YouTube. recently you were going to be exclusively on Spotify and YouTube, but your podcast keeps updating on Google Podcasts, so I'm going to keep listening to it there. Yeah, I lied. I, I, I actually <laughs> felt that it wasn't. I felt that it wasn't fair to just cut people off and make them go somewhere new. So yeah. I, I kind of backed. I, I'm gonna have, actually touch on touch up on that on my on, on my podcast. But Graham, thank you very much for having me. Big salute to the one Graham Army. You're doing a great thing, man. Keep it up. All right, sir. I appreciate it. And a Merry Christmas to you and Mrs. Kingbo Kringle over there. And we will talk again soon, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. After Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Everything <laughs> right. you deserve. <laughs> All right, General.
something. Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas. You know, today in Germany, fun fact, it's St. Nicholas Day, which is what they celebrate in Germany for Christmas. So today is my day in Germany. So it's a good day to be on here. You, uh, you are quite uh, literally old St. Nick. I am old St. Nick from the North Pole. You know that? Shouts out to the Pole. Absolutely. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, the Pole is the north side of Chicago. And me and Fleeski rep it like we were Chris Kringle. You know, Chris Chris Kringle? I didn't even know who it was. Why? I think I Googled it like two years ago. Like, who's this Chris Kringle? I think I heard an MF Doom song. Like, who's Chris Kringle? And why has he got so many toys? <laughs> oh, okay, now, <laughs> now it makes sense. Yeah. He's got a lot of toys, so. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't yeah. be the first thing I uh, learned like that from a rap lyric. Uh, I think it was Talib Kweli said something about Frank Castle, and I didn't know anything about the uh, the Punisher cartoon uh, comic books at the time. That was before there were like Punisher movies and TV shows and such. Yeah, well, rap music is informative. So for all you people listening who don't listen to rap, it's informative. I learned a lot from rap music. I learned so much. You, know, I also learned that a kilo yeah. was a thousand grams. Yeah, exactly. It's simple math, man. I don't teach that in school. Yeah. Cap <laughs> Kirk out there. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Star, Starship Enterprise or some shit out there. You, uh, a wonderful time of year. Are you like a Christmas person? Do you do you make an exception for cynicism this time of year? I mean, I, I'm not a Christmas person. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I'm Jewish either. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a... <laughs> I'm not celebrating Kwanzaa. That's not what we're getting at. I mean, it's it's a holiday, at least yeah. in my favorite holiday, which is New Year. So it's, I mean, it's cool. I mean, the best thing about having a kid this year is I'm like, you know what? I didn't got to buy nobody no presents. I got a good excuse. Like, you know, I just got to get the family some gifts, and that's about it. So Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, it's all right. It's, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Well, and you're doing it's baby's good. first Christmas, which is pretty low impact because they won't remember. You really, it's, it's into that thing. Thirty, four, five range when you really got to start pushing the pedal down on Christmas. But really, you're still oh, welcome. Yeah. You're still welcome this time of year to you know, egg, you know, have a couple beverages and maybe watch a Christmas movie and be like, there was my celebration. If that's what you want. Yep, that's well. That's all I get. I can't really do much more. You know, I gotta have a couple of drinks at home and you know, under the under the Christmas tree, which I was gonna get a cactus this year. So was in Arizona. That, uh, that would have been that would have been yeah. fitting to get a Christmas cactus. Although you do have yeah, a small child in the house, like yeah, you have a small child in the house. Exactly. Maybe a giant cactus isn't the best plan. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You got to reconsider everything with the kids. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely accurate. Christmas, I, I, well, that's the thing too. Now being in Chicago is a different feeling. Being being in a place where you don't have the winter wonderland feeling. Yeah, so I, I, Christmas is just maybe if I was walking down Michigan Avenue and I was like, yeah, I feel like Christmas, but I'm in Arizona. You know, it's really rain today. I'm like, this ain't even cool. <laughs> like, this, this isn't Christmas. Yeah, so. at the very least, it's cold in Georgia right now, which is about the best. It's about the best you could hope for. Uh, but it is at least cold. No snow, though. But yeah, I've had I've had some depressing Christmases down here, like nothing crushed my Christmas like the few years ago where it was like a stretch of like three years where on Christmas day I had my air conditioning on. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that's my Christmas, man. You ain't celebrating Christmas right, man. That's Kwanzaa. That's what they do in Africa. It's nice and warm. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Jump on that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't have my, uh, 
information portal sitting here in front of me. Do they celebrate Kwanzaa in Africa? We'll find out. Let's see if my information portal will pull that information up Let for me. Oh, well, it says that they celebrate in Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, Mozambique, and Zimbabwe. Mm. There you go. It sounds like a universal holiday to me. It sounds like we all need to get on board with this Kwanzaa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for real. Let's so come, come on. I don't think anybody would have a problem if we just removed the Christ from Christmas. Who Who's going to argue nope. with that? I mean, it's Xmas now, pretty much, right? Like yeah. Xmas, that's what we call it. I am, I'm, I'm not typing out Christmas anymore. I'm typing out Xmas. Yeah. Very Xmas. Yeah. Happy Xmas. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, though, so. historically, that's that's actually okay, the typing X, because in the earliest texts involving Jesus, the Christ is referred to with an X to mean Christ. And so oh. actually typing well. Xmas is perfectly acceptable, Becky, I know that. Wow, or, this is a performative show. Yeah, okay. All right, now yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. I got to find something better. I got to find something better now. Yeah, you would draw a picture <laughs> of a wang and put mass after it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Yeah, but back to Christmas. Uh, favorite Christmas movies for you. Do you enjoy Christmas movies? I do. Uh, I mean, I guess I would say Home Alone. I don't know how Home Alone is like a classical Christmas movie, but I mean, it's a classic movie. I, I like Home Alone. I, I, I dig the Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin is a genius in that. So I, I definitely have down. Or, or The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. I like that little, little arrogant, little mean asshole. Yeah, the, <laughs> the yeah, Jim Carrey one. Yeah. Jim Carrey one. Yeah. The Jim Carrey yeah. see see to me, I didn't actually I didn't actually see the Jim Carrey Grinch all the way through until last year. Last year was the first time I saw that all the way through. And it was super creepy to me. I liked the cartoon, the original cartoon that used to be on You're a mean one, Mr. <laughs> that one. That's the one that's I like. And well, and also that's to me. That's plenty of Grinch. I took my daughter to see the new Grinch. It's like Schindler's List. It's so long. And I'm like, <laughs> the story isn't that complicated. <laughs> like, It's a real, it's a children's story that was in a book that had like 10 pages in it. Yeah, yeah, you got to extend it out to make that money. I've been waiting next year. It's probably going to be a three-disc set. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah no, they'll... They'll yeah. do it again. I mean, and I guarantee you that thing is banging it up at the box office. They'll they'll probably do like a Grinch two, where like he's good, and then there's some other Grinch. It's it it, it was fine. It was fine as the short cartoon. I think that cartoon's like fifteen twenty minutes long. You watch it on Christmas. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. The other thing I like to do, uh, I do it for Halloween and I do it for Christmas is like on Halloween, I try to watch like in the run up to Halloween, all of the Treehouse of Horrors Simpsons episodes. And uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And so we're on all day. Home Alone is rough, though, man. I I watched Home Alone recently. uh, And man, it was brutal. It's it's brutal. Like, it was hard to watch. I was like, when I was a kid, I thought this movie was the second coming of Jesus. I mean, that's an appropriate joke during Christmas. But the, you know, I really thought that movie was everything that had ever been created. It made so much sense to me. But now as an adult, I watch well, you, it. 
And you're like, there's no way this little kid will smart me. I'll throw a rock at us. <laughs> yeah, well, and also there's no, no way, way look, these yeah. guys aren't dead. The stuff he did to them, yeah. like the things yeah. he does to those guys. And then also I'm watching it. And like, you know, this kid is like in Winnetka or something like he could just Mm -hmm. like he made one attempt to contact the police and then like made one attempt to talk to his neighbors. And that was it. Yeah. Well, then he ran home and built a torture chamber instead of just he's like a little white kid in Winnetka home alone. He could have just walked out in the middle of the street and been like, I'm home alone. And like 50 squad cars and a helicopter would have showed up. They would have saw Marv. You know, I've, I've been stopped and we'll, we'll met in Winneka before from just driving. They would have saw Marv and whatever his name is. And like, yeah, these guys are suspect. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, sitting in a van yeah. like that. They're sitting in a construction van after the sun went down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would have called the police and like, you guys doing some surveillance? Nope, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can get away with all that nowadays. No. Well, because they- you're a kid. You, you, you can believe that stuff when you're a kid. Exactly. But it's tough when I'm an adult. Well, and it's tough to consider the fact that this kid could have been rescued at any time. Maybe to put a little effort into it. And instead he goes home and builds like a trap from the movie saw for these guys. And he's like lighting them on fire. And then in the second movie, he's throwing bricks at their heads from the top of a building. I'm like, that's murder. At this point, these guys are petty criminals. You know, guilty of burglary. Yeah, exactly. This kid is a, committing attempted murder repeatedly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those and those poor guys were in New York too. They wasn't even trying to. They were the kid, you know. And they, he's he's over there. Yeah. No. Number two, I was like, yeah, you guys, these guys ain't doing nothing. They ain't bothering you. Know, they just trying to make some money, and you gonna come around. I mean, if I saw him again after Home Alone one, if I saw him in New York, I'd try to kill him. Though, you know, I'd be like, right, I gotta kill this little kid. So. Yeah, it was strange that they first. Him. I mean. Yeah, it's straight. Their first order of business wasn't to like put him in a sack and throw him in the river. Um, all right, well, let's wrap this Christmas thing up. Uh, Christmas, what do you think? Ho ho ho! From my holiday. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I've been I've been so nomadic the past few years, not about family for holidays. So I kind of write the holidays off. I don't, you know, I, holidays to me is kind of like another day, a glorified day. Agreed. You know, I'm, I'd be typically be on. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not around, man. It's, family members and stuff so i'm like you know it's good like my, my family's coming out after christmas because that's how that's how we do that's what the right family does we don't plan trips on holidays we plan them after the holidays to save money yeah you save mm-hmm. money and you deal with less people all of those are important yep. really uh yeah. and i mean yeah i feel you especially like from your perspective doing all that traveling and stuff you know but i i always just encourage people whatever their situation is to use the time of year to be, you know, kind of reflective and maybe be kind to people and, you know, just use it as a run up to uh, new year. Yeah. Well, it's a good time of the year. since the beginning of the year to start on the right foot. Yep. You know, so absolutely. Yep. All right, sir. Well, Merry Christmas to you and to your girlfriend, whose name is definitely not Rebecca. Uh, Long time listeners. Yes. Long time <laughs> listeners to this podcast will remember how many times I called Rachel Rebecca in one podcast. Uh and, and good thing she good thing she didn't listen to the podcast either. Yeah, absolutely. So. And uh Well she should start. <laughs> everyone should start. Come on. And Merry Christmas Correct. to Baby O and Merry Christmas to your whole family and Merry Christmas each and every one of us and may God bless us all. Each and every one. Take us out, Fleasky. 
Happy Hanukkah to the Verizon clan and happy Kwanzaa to all my peoples in Mozambique.